Level 30? Irony. It is. It's actually the volume is set to 30. Oh, snap. Level 30? That's pretty meta volume stuff. <laughs> Just a v- voluminous joke. Good call. You've been away for a while. I have. How was that? It was tops. Did you smash out some uh, roadhouse food? I did not have any roadhouse food. <laughs> right. Because Eileen has standards of okay. food. Okay, well, that's right. good. Good that she's around. And also, when you're driving to Broken Hill, pro tip, the last three hours, there's no food. No. Unless you're willing to scrape it off the ground. <laughs> you see a lot of kangaroo intestines a, a in good the good burger. <laughs> I don't know if that quite counts, though. I always feel really bad because people say to tourists, if you want to see a kangaroo, you should go to Broken Hill. Mm. And by the time they get to Broken Hill, they've seen so many inside-out kangaroos. (laughs) It's really uncool. Leave out the part of, if you want to see a kangaroo dead with its skull splattered all over the barrier highway. Yeah. If you want to see an eagle, like (laughs) neck deep in a kangaroo's insides, (laughs) come to Broker's. I (laughs) I was trying to tell my dad's wife about my whole roadhouse food how I'm sort of... You've inherited the addiction. I've inherited the addiction to roadhouse food because my dad used to uh, stop and sort of romanticised it. And I think all my, like, love for my father has been channeled into fucking gravy beef rolls and stuff. Uh, And hilariously, I tried to tell her this anecdote, but I didn't get to finish it because dad kept interrupting with how much he loved roadhouse food. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it came up and I was like, yeah, I really love roadhouse food because you'd be like, oh, me too. Yeah, that's delicious. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because when we were kids, we would go to like the Gold Coast. He's like, oh, I'd always stop for Roadhouse food. It was tops. I'm like, yeah, 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 you did. Yep, okay. And uh, <laughs> it's true. I was like, why bother finishing the story? The evidence is right here. Like pining <laughs> for, some, for some old like crisped up chicken tenders or something. You should have just pointed it to the Chico Roll episode of, of <laughs> Level 30 and gone, download this, put it in your ears. That's right. Yeah. We're getting close to 10,000. Really? Yeah. That's a win. I'm pretty excited about that. I feel like that means it's a real thing. Well. <laughs> should call it Level 10,000. doesn't really roll off the tongue. No. It doesn't have the same ring to it and we'd have to buy a new domain name. And I only just renewed that. <laughs> that's, that's 19 bucks I'll never get back. Yeah, I'll give you half. Not <laughs> <laughs> Def's will. My mum uh, mentioned that she's going to start listening to the podcast on her commute. And every time Uh-oh. she says it, my brain immediately freezes up as it just goes through all the things that I've said, parsing yep. it for like, like through that mum filter. Mm. Like, oh, that's a concern. This is, why oh, that's always, a concern. this is why I always say nice stuff about my mum on the show because she does listen to it semi-regularly. Hi, mums. Hi, she, respective mums. She says she listens to it because it helps her sleep, which <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to do with that. I don't know if that's a compliment or not. Can she put that under a five-star review on iTunes? I hope so. I'll, I'll ask her. I'll Good ask her. Assist with sleep. I'm, uh, I don't know if I've addressed this before, but I am a little bit concerned by the number of people that I know listen to this show at night yeah. and in bed. And I Ooh. did receive a message the other day that basically said, I'm taking you to bed. And I went, woohoo! Yay! Uh, and then it said, with Stefan. And I went, Whoa, oh, look, no. it's awkward, but, you and know. You uh, slowed the car down, but you didn't turn around. <laughs> uh, we haven't said it in a while, but if you listen to this thing, you should really go and review it on iTunes. You should. I'm glad you said that, because I was thinking of saying Cause that. Because that helps. Uh, look, I don't want to make people feel bad because... We're such technological experts, <laughs> but if they review us on iTunes, it means that the podcast gets faster through the web tubes and gets into more email phones of the people. Correct. And, I, and Apple 
some kind of Apple. Tim Cook will put it on every iPhone. Yeah, he'll re- guaranteed. I imagine they send you a fax that says, "Hey, hot new podcast, fresh off the press." Something like that. Yeah, we we could get into the featured bit of the store. We could be the bono and edge of podcasts. <laughs> wow, that sounds exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I have had. I, I, Do I have we, to be bono? <laughs> Well, you've got the glasses, so yeah, that's true. and I've got no hair, so you're, it you're, seems like an obvious choice that you would be Bono and I would be The Edge. I'll just put a beanie on. Yeah. What about Bozo and Edgy? And that can be like our U2 cover band. Yeah, I like it. You've been going to open mic nights and performing? I have. I have. been heading down to a bar called My Handlebar at, uh, on Sydney Road. Sweet. Walking distance from my house, owned by this awesome Hungarian dude called Joe. What a boss. If you live in Melbourne, go there. No, don't have to go for open mic night, but go there some night. They'd make great cocktails. They have quirky decor and interior design type stuff. There's And always cool music. Mm. Um, the, I stumbled across Good it. Good be- backdoor brag. No, you no, 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 no. Music. That's, not a self, yep. that's not a self-trumpet toot. <laughs> that that's, uh, it is now. <laughs> The old self-trumpet Don't see you sitting there with a new microphone stand, making up new words. Fancy. It's full of power, like Samson's hair. Mm. I uh, I stumbled across this place because I had an amazing little three-piece jazz band playing in there one night. Nice. Went, oh, yeah, I'll just pop in here for a drink. And then Fruit Tingles, which is my favourite cocktail, (laughs) on the cocktail list. And I went, yep, serve up the tingle. See... (laughs) But they have a. They, and have they a, were like, "Please leave." And you're like, "No!" And you pointed to it at the menu. They have a. <laughs> they have a special uh, each night of of the cocktail. That's the cocktail of the night. So you might go in and it'll be a mojito for ten bucks. Solid. The other night, I went down and drank Cosmopolitans and pretended I was Carrie Bradshaw, only less of a heinous, horrible person. <laughs> I couldn't help but wonder, what in God's name is yes. a fruit tingle? It's uh, vodka. Yeah, blue. Uh, what's it called? Curacao. Blue Curacao. Can't drink it. Really? Why? Uh, first time I ever got properly drunk was on blue Curacao. Who Curacao. gets drunk for the first time on on some you know elaborate liqueur? You know, Do when people get drunk on beer or spirits or something. I didn't drink beer at all until I was like twenty five. I want to oh say. God. Also, is that the real reason you left Broken Hill? They were just like, nah. Yeah, we found you out. You don't drink beer. Get uh, out. Hi, mum, as well. Uh, <laughs> It's my like the my Yugoslavian genes. Like I just used to be able to down vodka uh, crazily. Okay, and beer tasted like you got to drink a lot of beer. You know, when you're a young adult, and that's you're the like, problem. This is alcohol exi- especially when you grow up in the bush. You're like, what's the most efficient way to get completely inebriated? And then five years later, you go, this is a f- this is a shit plan. Because <laughs> <laughs> you endlessly go out and you're like, all right, we're gonna drink and it's gonna be fun. And you never seem to notice that like you rock up somewhere. Do like five shots and in that like you've got a 20-minute window where you're pleasantly drunk and then suddenly your memory stops. You're driving the porcelain bus. You wake up covered in punches uh, (laughs) and you're just like, what did I do last night? And people are like, you uppercutted space. Like you you just don't achieve anything. (laughs) And then eventually you hit about, I don't know, 25, 27 something and go like, if I just slow uh, down, (laughs) that... That 10 minutes, that can actually last quite some time, mm-hmm. the sort of pleasant drunkenness thing. Yeah. It wasn't until I moved to Melbourne uh, where I discovered like the nice beer garden thing where like on a Sunday afternoon you just have like a pint of beer and it's very nice and then you go home and do other things with your life. Uh. 
Like you can't live in the bush and not be like, well, if I'm going to have a sip of beer, I might as well have all the or give me all the <laughs> beer you have. Just lay back under the bar tap. Yep, take my clothes. I won't need them. Uh, <laughs> but the first and the other thing, the other thing, the other thing. Uh, you know, when you're a young adult, and it seems like a good idea. I recall that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's a while ago. I was there at some point. Very different pants. Mm. Uh, <laughs> That thing you always want to do that thing where you have the cocktail party where everyone brings a different bottle of something. Yep, and it always ends. And they up all that bring Bundaberg rum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you always end up with just mm, vodka rum. <laughs> uh, I went the first time I ever got, and I was pretty late bloomer. Like I was like nineteen, I think. Uh, the first time I ever got drunk was uh, one of these things. Yep, and so everyone was making these really elaborate. There was probably some fruit tingles on the go. No doubt. Uh, everyone was making these elaborate concoctions, and then it got to like. I don't know, midnight, one o'clock, and everything's gone except for this bottle of blue Curacao. I was so like, you just necked it. Shazam! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, like, I don't know, it was bad. It was like the Smurfs, <laughs> but everything's wrong. <laughs> and I don't, I haven't, I haven't laid eyes on it for a long time. But there were many years there where, if someone in a neighbouring state <laughs> cracked a bottle of blue Curacao, I'd get a bit of the wobble on. I understand. I understand. Uh, but yeah, so vodka and blue curacao. And raspberry cordial and, and what we in Australia call lemonade, but Sprite, yeah. basically. And that's it. And you nice. sort of mix it up and it's this bluey, purpley kind of cover colour where the curacao and the, the cordial mix. Delish. And uh, most people don't like them because it's basically a sugar hit. <laughs> yeah, but also there's boozy. M- there's more sugar in it than alcohol. Uh, <laughs> and it's really, really sweet. And it does that thing where you sort of... Gums peel back over your lips like Mr. Ed. <laughs> so fruit tingle is a euphemism for diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> my extremities are tingling again. But like uh, asterisk falling off. Yeah, my handlebar. Get on it, friend of the show. I'm calling it friend of the show, even though you haven't been there yet. I'm on board. Because there's another place that's a friend of the show that I visited while you were away. Yeah. And I posted a small video vignette, one might call it, oh. on YouTube. Yeah. USA Foods, which is where I got that... Jibungus can of tang. Jumbo tang. Jumbo, jumbo tang. Also may have bought myself a box of Reese's Puffs breakfast cereal. <laughs> what does that involve? Uh, it's breakfast cereal that's flavoured like Reese's Pieces. That sounds amazing. It is pretty amazing. And like a- unlimited nutrition. <laughs> yeah. It's, again, all sugar. Yeah. Oh, and because it's American, there's obviously a little bit of trans fat in it as well. Exactly. Some high fructose corn death. Yes, some yep. of that as well. Solid. Yep. It's great stuff. Uh, and Yummos. a gigantic jar of fluff. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what fluff is? <laughs> no. It's like a marshmallow spread type of thing that craft oh, makes. We'll have some after the show. I it's want great. some. Can I fit my head in the jar? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> It's what happens if you put fluff and sprinkle tang on it? Well, I haven't tried that, but I have put it on top of the <laughs> Reese's Puffs. I'm actually, the other thing I was thinking of is what sort of cocktail could we make with tang? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking a bit of vodka. What are you drinking? Vodka and tang. Yeah. What's it called? It's called a level 30. I like it. Yeah. We've got our own cocktail. I'll go down, hit up my handlebar and be like, look, guys, here's the jumbo can of tang. Exactly. I want this up on the cocktail list, I'll the uh, level 30 for I'll people in the know. The tang. Yeah. You supply the vodka and the cocktail making staff. Exactly. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. it's high in vitamin C, which should, you know, it builds immunity well, while good. at the same time getting you sozzled. 
It's like this show. <laughs> it's a good time and it's fundamentally good for you. Sure. We can go with that. I feel like it is, but it's not. No. Yeah. No. I uh, was talking to a friend of mine the other day. Good back to a brag. Got friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I had two friend stories I was going to tell. <laughs> oh, it gets but double yeah. the friends. But you've completely thrown me off now oh, sorry. by implying that I'm backdoor bragging that I've got friends. <laughs> the reason I was telling two friend stories is because outside of you, I've only got two friends. Yeah, a keen-eared listener would realise that I basically tell a lot of stories about Eileen <laughs> uh, and you, and that's all I've got. Oh, you talk about people that are your family. Do they count as friends? Well, yeah, but they're not allowed to kick me out. That's the thing. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine and I promised I wouldn't mention names. Because Hi, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> there was there's there's some anonymity required around this story. I'm listening. We're talking about Halloween coming up, which is not a huge thing in Australia. No, no. Talking about what what we could dress up as for Halloween, mm-hmm. and uh, my friend is sexy nurse. Not <laughs> <laughs> not not super short, but considerably shorter than me. Yeah, which is. You know, some people would say is super short, given that I'm only five nine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is why my chair goes up higher than yours. Very small as but a person. So we were talking about <laughs> <laughs> duo type costumes that we could do. Yeah. And uh, her suggestion was, oh, what if we were? What if we did a Guardians of the Galaxy thing, and I could go as Rocket Raccoon? Yeah. As in, she could go as Rocket Raccoon, and she's like, and you could go. As as the the other thingy, the big, <laughs> the big tree thingy, yeah. who, who always says, "I am tree." <laughs> so close, <And> <laughs> so close. And I said, "Hang on a minute." How <laughs> it took a little while. I ran it through my brain a couple of times yeah, before not I quite right before here. I called her on it. This raccoon makes some good points. And I said, "Hang on, you've seen that movie more times than I have. <laughs> Just seen it twice and still I am tree. So Yeah. It's got one line. Every <laughs> one line. One line. Yeah. Uh, which is not I am tree. No. I just wanted to I promised that I would raise that on the podcast for the mm-hmm. purpose of abject humiliation. Well Tick. I, I hope your anonymous short person feels bad about themselves. <laughs> Didn't watch a movie with their ears properly. While you've been away, in lieu of being able to lock myself in the house and edit level 30 or record level 30 episodes... It's the best. I've had to venture out into the real world. That sounds terrifying. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. But I've had a few level 30 IRL type moments... Oh, really? ...where I've had conversations with people who've gone, on Tuesday, you said this, but what about blah, 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 blah. Oh, really? One, so one of them was around the Minions... My friend Fletch, who I've mentioned before, said, when you guys were talking about minions, how come you didn't have drones as minions, JT? You're supposed to be all about the drones. Ooh. To which my answer was, the drones don't serve you. (laughs) You serve them. (laughs) So I wanted to put that out there as well. You should have gone, yeah, I'm a human minion for Mm, the drones. Exactly. I'll be the minion. I'll do the minioning around here. It's their dominion. Yeah. I don't know what I was going with that. Fuck, Fletch loves to complain. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't she? And, uh, yeah, look, I've had a bit of grief about the roster. I don't really want to go into that. Really? Yep. Ooh. People, Open wounds. People who've started listening to the show recently. Yeah. Someone got stuck into me the other day. Oh, how come you don't watch Game of Thrones? I said, well, it's not on the roster. Yeah. What's the roster they set? <laughs> 
Well, well, you said. Episode five of Level 30 will tell you all about the roster. I think it's episode five. Hashtag might not be. <laughs> Lucky I've got this travel-sized whiteboard in the back of my pants. <laughs> this diagram will teach you everything you need to know. People don't choose to understand Haters the most hate. effective way to watch television. <laughs> Not much I can do about that, is there? No, exactly. I'm if only pe- one man. If people I can't don't change wanna, the world. If people don't want to enjoy TV while straight-jacketed into an <laughs> unnecessary system full of rules and arcane law, or they can't play Dungeons and Dragons with me. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a piece of cheesecake in the fridge for you. Sweet. FYI. I'm just saying that. Press pause. I'm just saying that oh, so oh. that I, A, I don't forget to give it to I you. I press pause. <laughs> But um, what I'm actually hoping is that I do forget to give it to you yeah. and then you hear this episode after it's been edited because I think it's my turn to, to chop it up with the audio scissors yeah. um, <laughs> and you hear it and go, oh, man, yeah. I forgot to get that cheesecake. S- Stefan's on his knees in the rain. <laughs> Whoa, cheesecake. How yeah. come when people are on their knees in the looking up at the camera in the rain going like, why? They never go like, what? <coughs> Oh, and choke rain. on the rain. Yeah. What if the rain knocked some leaves off and then a leaf fell in their mouth and <laughs> choked them to <laughs> death? That would be a good scene. Yeah. I'd watch that. And then you see, like, God's thumb out of the corner of the frame, give, like, a thumbs down. Yeah. It'd be like, lol. Then they go to hell and have to fight their way back through leaf demons. You know who would be good <laughs> against the leaf demons? Uh, leaf blower was it Was it Pigsy in Monkey Magic who had the weapon that was effectively a rake? Yeah, he was yeah. sweet as. Pigsy would be all over yeah. it. Just rake those bastards up. That horny fatso. <laughs> <laughs> I've become obsessed with this show. My brother, I've talked about nerd brother Kyle many times. Yes. On this program. Program? And when we were in Broken Hill, he kept talking about this show Naked and Afraid. Uh, <laughs> which, which I was like. Which is uh, the working title for my autobiography. <laughs> Yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. He kept talking about it and I was like, look, the, the name is intriguing, but it doesn't sound like my type of thing. Uh, then on the way home from Broken Hill, Eileen and I stopped in Bendigo for a couple of days and mm. miscellaneously saw an episode on the Discovery Channel, which was in the hotel, because I know how to have a holiday, my friend. <laughs> uh, and it was... There should be a segment on Getaway. What <laughs> exactly. the great outdoors. Just find a hotel that has three, not four, three Foxtel channels and don't go outside. <laughs> It's like being at home, away. <laughs> that, like, it's your home, away from home. I am joking. We went to restaurants. Um, <laughs> but saw this show and was like, holy shit, it's weirdly captivating and amazing. And it's like a survivalist thing where they find some horrible asshole in the world. Like, well, it's a, it's a beautiful place, <laughs> but it's not a place you would want to hang. Well, I don't because I'm a podgy, like, white nerd guy who's like to everything anything that happens okay they go like to the amazon jungle or a swamp or the desert or something and it's a man and a woman who both have some kind of survivalist experience and they're allowed to take one thing and that's it and can they take an ipod filled with level 30 probably it's never come up that would that'd get you through exactly if you're going to be a contestant on this show and you're Mm -hmm. listening to this You've probably already listened to all the episodes, so... Uh, <laughs> You're like, I could have done it, but now... Good luck. Just ride a wave of lols. So then what happens? Survival. Do they have to... So they just get dropped on a fucking island in the middle of nowhere. Yep. They have to take all their clothes off. The Amazon's not an island. Yeah, it is. Okay. I watch the telly. All right. They get dropped in some locale. Locale. Uh, and they have to <laughs> take off Carl. all their clothes. 
they've never met each other before. That's always the funnest bit because they're like, hello, I'm naked as well. And then they like awkwardly greet each other. And then they just... Get- they do the bum out hug. <laughs> Is that a thing? You know where you stick, like a, your, stick your bum out dance? when you're hugging someone so that you don't, you know, uh, yeah. mash your bits together? Well, they do a lot of... Because uh, you've got to get consent for that. But it's awkward on the first meeting if you're all like, do you mind if I mash my bits against yours when I hug you? Hello. Look, it's a weird turn of phrase. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do a lot of like hug, huddling together for warmth at night. <laughs> and it just, no one ever mentions the fact that they're nuds as. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange. Can't they make clothes out of leaves or are they scared they're going to turn into leaf demons? <laughs> Well, it's interesting. Part of the thing is I'm like, I like to try and call if they're going to be Adam and Eve bikini people at the beginning because some of them are just like, you see them, like they go, hello, I'm naked, you're naked too. The very next scene, they're like rugged the fuck up in like leaves and vines and stuff. Like the lady has Make a yourself some on mud pants. The dude has like a nice Adam flap over the old Johnson. <laughs> Adam uh, flap <laughs> over the old Johnson. Yeah. And Episode then, title, sorted. <laughs> and they like... They're on a spectrum, but then I always like the ones who are just like, nah, baps out the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and they just like, they rock up and they're like, yeah, I'm, like they have to like canoe through snake infested water and stuff. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I could dangle the business in a lagoon for that long. Wouldn't you catch an animal and turn that into some sort of clothing? Well, Like a bear. Catch a bear and turn it into a hoodie. That's right. <laughs> I think it's hard to catch a bear. Is it? Yeah. But they just get dumped there for like, I think it's 28 days or 22 days. And the, the whole show is them just, it's like, you've got absolutely nothing. Usually one of them brings a knife and one of them brings like a fire lighter or something. Yep. And that's it. And the whole show is whether or not they make it. At any point, they can just sort of put their hand up and go, no, I'm out. I'm out. Yep. And sometimes it happens because one of them gets like an infected penis or something oh. and has to, has to leave. There's a fish in the Amazon that swims into the eye no, of your thing. There's no need to thing. talk about that. Okay. Uh, there it's was a little dude, spines. There was, my favorite episode so far is this really they they drop them on this tiny island and they give them a map of like the immediate area. I feel like you need to cough. <coughs> That's good. I don't need to That's cough. Good. I'm, I don't know what you're talking about. It's all right. I'm tree. <laughs> <laughs> they drop these two people. They drop them on this little island that has no resources, and mm. they're like two k's away from a giant island full of coconuts and stuff yep and it's just the trolliest troll in lol town because they're like there's shark infested waters that you can swim to eat but you don't have to just starve or whatever you pieces of shit (laughs) and so they swim across this thing the dude is like this enormous pale dude and then like you see you get to the other side and he's like i feel a bit burned and then it just shows him the next morning and he's like beetroot santa (laughs) And just the amount of ways this guy needs to find a polite way of saying, my penis really hurts because it's sunburned and that's oh. never happened before. Uh, it's, re- it's a special thing. Yeah. And yeah. this is on the Discovery Channel, you say? Yeah, yeah. It's all pixelated. We should volunteer to go on it. I disagree. I'd like to use <laughs> you as a canoe. <laughs> that's the worst pickup line in the world. It's worked before. I don't think that it has. No, it hasn't. I did. It did make me think that I hope that they have merchandise, which is like, and I don't know if you can get these. Can you buy like underwear or pants, which look like you're naked but pixeled? Um, I feel like if I Googled it, it would be Someone a has to have done yeah. that. Yeah. Because that must. Can you imagine just walking down the street looking like a pixelated nude madman? That would be great. That would be fantastic. We should invent that if it hasn't been done. We should. Probably sell more than level 30 shirts. but Pixel pants, TM. That's like what they're it. called. All right, done. Shazam. Sold. Another successful venture of level 30. Yay. I'll tell you what, 
Tell you what. <laughs> Drop that truth bomb on my face. I've been getting a lot of good feedback about Sky Tax as well. Oh, really? Speaking of level 30 IRL. Episode two. No, what the, really? Yeah, so many people want to see Sky Tax get made <laughs> that I'm thinking we should, in addition to the whole podcast thing, open a film studio and start making this shit. Yep. Got an email from... You know how we could fund it? Impose a sky tax. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll fund it from the sales of Pixel Pants, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first movie made by pants conceived on a podcast. <laughs> it's got to be a Film Victoria <laughs> grant for that. Can you imagine us sitting in like a room in Los Angeles? Yeah. Like, besuited people there and we're like, no, <laughs> no, you're not... What are you not getting? <laughs> the Pixel Pants <laughs> came from the podcast... <laughs> And they're our revenue stream. Each pixel could be an ad of like an animated GeoCities banner of like an under construction man. And then we make films <laughs> about SkyTech. Why am I in the street? That's our business model, <laughs> you idiots. Why aren't you listening? Can't help it that weird. Can't help it that you people like vision. Yep. Uh, got, uh, got a message on, on the Twitters yeah. from Dave and John, both pointing to the same article, which was an article about a falcon. Yes. That had basically just knocked a drone out of the sky. That's wonderful. Just taken it down. And so the theory that these guys have contributed to the Skytax saga yeah. is that Elevato <laughs> could leverage the, uh, the fine art of falconry. Oh, really? Because there's no, there's no law in the sky. Well, that's right. So Suddenly there's falcons with like huge bags of cocaine tied to their backs. How do you feel about our primary villain? Well, it's your primary villain. Let's be... So I, I only... You know, what, what do I actually contribute around here? Not very much. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about your primary villain basically having a fleet? And yeah. I don't know what the collective noun for falcons is, so I'm calling it a fleet. A fuck year of falcons. A fuck year of falcons. <laughs> I as like is, it. As is... As his minions. I feel like you could also There's have... so much callback here. Because you could have Elevato. Yeah. Which I'm still not sure isn't just mega racist and creepy. <laughs> just be like Elevato. Uh, but I'm going with it. Because mm. it's a satire. That's yep. a defense to be an sure. asshole. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> look, 32 years and counting. <laughs> um, but you could also have like another overarching nemesis called The Falcon. And he's like... Uh, the bad guy from Inspector Gadget, and you never see him. You always see the back of him, and he's got like, and a he's just got the big glove thing that they wear. Thing. Yeah, that works. That could be cool. We're doing a lot of development work on this. We really are. We should have done this much development work on this actual podcast. <laughs> right? Do you want to turn the mic on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the prep. That's right. It's the warm up. Look, I think Sky Tax could be a thing. I don't see why not. Yeah. I mean, if bloody Transformers films can get made. Hollywood will buy any shit. Well, that's right. I just need to up the explosions by 47% and they'll blame it up yep. super hard. I like it. I still am so enamored with the idea that eventually we'll crack some winning idea on this thing that Michael Bay will turn into a film and we'll have to wrestle with those demons. Leaf demons. <laughs> Leaf demons. Lehman's. Lehman Brothers. What banks are Don't in? Don't they with? run a circus? The Lehman Brothers. Yeah, isn't that a circus? The Lehman Brothers circus. Do you like the circus? Uh, I feel like the circus is one of those things that makes you, f it makes me feel really old because you go there as a kid. It's like, uh, it's not some sort of witchcraft enchanted circus where you walk in and age 300 years. Yeah, it's like years. the circus from Big. There was no circus in that. But Tom Hanks was there as well, a child. Good. You know when you watch, <laughs> I certainly. <coughs> so much coughing. Sorry, I've got a frog in my throat. Drink your tang. It's a Wash tree. that frog down. <laughs>
You know, like I had the thing where I watched The Labyrinth as a kid. Yes. It was like, what a magical wonderland. That oh, worm David told Bowie's her the wrong thing. Piece. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I watched it as a kid and was like, this is amazing. It's like goblins are real. And who's, who, who's this David Bowie person? He's going to go places. And then you like... <laughs> get another couple of years older and you're like, Dick, it's just Dick. (laughs) Why is this guy not wearing pants? He's just got a thin sheath over his penis. Why is no one paying attention to how big his dick is? Like, and then you get another few years older and you're like... meaning to Goblin King, doesn't it? (laughs) And then you get a few years older and you're like, oh, he's a musician. Oh, okay. Yep, no, no, I understand. And I can probably live in a world where there's variable pants. I am enjoying watching you <laughs> wrestle with this new mic stand like you've never seen one before. <laughs> but circuses are the same, but also you feel really shit about the animals. Because like yeah. when I was a kid, I'd go there and be like, what a magical wonderland. Because all you're doing is looking at... Uh, a <laughs> monkey smoking a cigarette. <laughs> and, a, yeah. and a bear dancing in a cage. Oh, right. so happy. And a lion just... Intermittently coughing <laughs> It gets a treat when it falls <laughs> over And that's the thing As a kid you lack the context Of the world around you And you just go in there and you're like Oh animals that I haven't seen before This is exciting Look at that mustachioed goon He seems to have a good time Oh I wonder if I could join the circus I bet they wouldn't make me go to bed at any time whatsoever And like it's all good And then you just go back a few years later And the circus hasn't changed at all But now you're paying attention to The fact that there's like animal shit everywhere (laughs) And that if you look into the animal You can see into its soul And its soul is just a black void of emptiness Because it's been fundamentally severed From its environment And all of the love of its family And it's really hard to focus on Oh it's fucking sitting on a ball (laughs) When you're like surrounded by that Like that's what I uh, think about I'm sorry No that's all right. (laughs) I actually feel the same way about the people in the circus. I look at the trapeze artists or the contortionists. I'm like, yeah, they're just getting flogged every day. To yeah. What do you mean you can't get your toe in your ear anymore? <laughs> Bend! Yep. There's always another ear toe coming up behind <laughs> you, son. Get limberance. Right. I bet they're just like, I just wish I could eat in the same cafe twice. <laughs> Edit, edit, edit. Yeah, anyway, cut that. Best show. Hashtag podcast. Hashtag professional.